Good afternoon, my beautiful brothers and sisters in Yeshua. Today is Monday, the 11th of April, 2022. It is 12.24pm here in Australia. And I'm just so excited to do this video, brothers and sisters. I was up until nearly one o'clock this morning just getting revelation after revelation from the Father and it was just its so exciting and so encouraging and I want to share something really interesting right from the get-go but then I want to do a study with you on where we are in Matthew 24 and how it shows us the rapture, the imminency of the rapture, of the first fruits rapture and you know just the grabbing of you know the small grass, the small few <clears throat> which will happen first before the multitude rapture but here's a cool little thing, brothers and sisters. You know, in Revelation 9, we're in from verses 7 to 10, and it's talking about the shapes of the locusts were, were onto horses prepared onto battle. Their heads had crowns like gold, and their faces, faces of men, hair like women, teeth like lions. They had breastplates of iron, and, they, and the sounds of their wings was the sounds of chariots, many horses running into battle. So I'm looking. And I, I've always thought, I've even got it written down here for years in my Bible that that must be a helicopter of some sort. So I started looking into that and um, came across this thing called Predator Drones. Okay, look it up, brothers and sisters. Predator Drones. Now, Obama, on the May the 1st, 2010, he was at some kind of, kind of gala dinner. And he said, I've got two words for you. Predator drones. You won't see them coming. And then people are laughing. He's going, you think I'm joking, okay? I just check it out on YouTube. Just Obama and Predator drones, okay? And this happened on the 1st of May 2010. Now, if you go from 1st of May 2010 to the 12th of April 2022, which I believe is the 10th of Nissan, the real one, that is 11 years 11 months and 11 days. I kid you not. That's when Obama said that. Now, is this what he's talking about in reference to Revelation 9 and describing these things? The sound of their wings were like chariots of many horses and in their, in their tails, they are stung like scorpions, okay? Remember the undercover footage of the, um, the guys talking... Um, I can't remember if it was from Pfizer or the health organisation, whatever, but it was undercover, right? And he was talking about, um, someone asked him, how are you going to get all the people in the Amazon and all that to get vaccinated? And he, and he said, have you ever heard of the drone darts? Okay, so these will be drones that will literally be darting people. So this stuff is really out there, brothers and sisters. And so I thought I'd just tell you that get you interested but basically what I want to do brothers and sisters the big revelation that I've had and I want to share with you <coughs> is uh, let's let's just get right into it okay we're going to start in Revelation Revelation 1 to 4 okay that is our advice these are the seven letters to the seven churches if you go through each of them you'll see that it's talking to a distinct group of people right I believe the church of Smyrna is the um, is the left behind ones because they're told that they have to endure to the end whereas everything for us brothers and sisters right now is patience go and do a word study on biblegateway.com of the word patient and you will see that there's just so many beautiful things that's really all we have to do is just be patient and wait on the lord okay so revelation 1 chapter 1 to chapter 4 is all advice for us the things that we're doing right and the things that we need that we're lacking okay <clears throat> notice the church of laodicea the last one that is the big one okay how i wish you were hot or cold but because you're lukewarm i'm going to spit you out of my mouth okay brothers and sisters it's very important that you understand this do not be lukewarm either be in the world or seek the kingdom of God okay it's this just go two ways about it you do not want to be left behind when you're a believer okay and speaking of that being left behind do you know do you know how scripturally important it is to actually believe in the blessed hope because it says in Hebrews 9:28 that only those that are looking for Jesus will he appear a second time to them only those that are looking and you have a look all through like uh, Thessalonians, Hebrews, Romans, it tells you to wait patiently for God's son to come and deliver you and give you salvation. Wait patiently for him. Okay, so Revelations 1 to 4 is our advice, okay? 
Right, the very next thing in um, chapter four is we have John telling us that he will be our companion in tribulation. And he tells us to be a, he's going to be a companion in tribulation for the kingdom and the patience, here we go again with the patience, of Jesus Christ, okay? So he is going to let us know now that um, he is with us in tribulation. And we are going through tribulation right now, brothers and sisters, okay? It is the beginning of sorrows in Matthew 24 when it starts to say, Take heed that no man will deceive you. Many will come in my name saying I'm Christ. Wars, rumours of wars, earthquakes, famine, pestilence, those things, okay? Kingdom against kingdom, nation against nation. Those are the beginning of sorrows. They started on March 11th, 2020. That is the 10th of Nisan, brothers and sisters, the day Jesus rode in on a donkey, the day when they would choose the lamb four days before Passover because they had to inspect it, make sure that it was blemish-free, you know, beautiful, ready to ready to be sacrificed, okay? It had to be an unblemished lamb. That's why Jesus rode in four days before um, to announce that he was the Messiah and he went before, you know, Caesar and all that. And Caesar said, this man is innocent. So he was found clean and unblemished, but the Jews said, crucify him, crucify him, you know the story, okay? But he did exactly what it was foreshadowed to do, for Jesus Christ to do, right? The Lamb. Okay, <clears throat> so it gives us, um, so in Revelation 4, oh, sorry, uh, at, at the end of Revelation 3, verse 20, it says, I stand at the door and knock, and whoever hears my voice, I will come in and sup with him. That means to have dinner, you know, a feast, and he can come in and eat with me, right? The very next thing in Revelation 4, brothers and sisters, okay, the doors open, okay? He hears a voice like a trumpet, the trump of God, you know? Um, it says, come up hither and I will show you everything hereafter, okay? Then it says, immediately I was in the spirit. Immediately I was in the spirit, okay? That's the twinkling of an eye, brothers and sisters. That's why it's going to be so quick. Um, and then we're standing before God and his throne, okay? That's where we go as soon as we pass from this life, we stand before the throne of God, okay? And the 24 elders are already there, clothed in white garments. Brothers and sisters, if they're clothed, that means they've received their bodies, brothers and sisters. They've got their, their immortal bodies and they've got their crowns of gold on their head. Now, remember back in the Gospels, the disciples were fighting over who's going to sit next to Jesus or God on the throne, right? And and Jesus gave them the promise then that you guys will be judges with me in the in the kingdom, <laughs> okay? Okay, so I believe it was 12 prophets of old and the 12 disciples that make up those 24 elders that will help judge us because they all understand us. They're all, um, the, you know, each of those categories of people identify with one of us, Okay. Okay, so we've got, you know, immediately I was in the spirit, come up hither, the trumpet call. You've got the 24 elders clothed in white garments, immortal body, crowns on their heads. Okay, and then in Revelation 5, the question is, who is worthy to open the soul? And it says, no man in heaven or on earth or beneath the earth was able to open the seal. But, you know, worthy was the lamb that he could open the seal. Why is a man in heaven, brothers and sisters? Because we are there. We are there, brothers and sisters. Immediately I was in the spirit after God's, the call of God, the trumpet voice of God said, come up hither. Okay? So that no man in heaven could open the seal. And that's why Jesus opens the seal. Okay? Uh, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, and blessing. Okay, then we've got the Revelation 6 seal. These are the seal judgments, okay? Um, so so basically, the first fruits rapture, if you have, there's three harvests, right? There's the first fruits where they grab a bunch of barley to test it to see if it's going to be ready for Passover, right? And that's just literally they're taking a bunch from the corner of the field and to take it in. That's us, brothers and sisters. We're a handful of people. We're, we're the ones that are just got all of our hopes and eyes and heart and soul and mind set on heaven and looking up there waiting for his glorious return to come and call us home. Those are the ones who is going to take the five wise virgins. The five foolish ones, they both love God. 
but this one believed he was coming. This one was like, no, 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 we've got to go do this first, we've got to do that first. He's, got, he's going to be taken ages, he's towering, he's towering, it won't happen for ages. It's the five wise ones that were ready. We're ready, we're studying, we're continuously sharing this encouraging news with everybody of our brothers and sisters to know that this is imminent, brothers and sisters. There is no lead up to this event except for one thing, and that's when we see the armies surrounding Jerusalem. Okay, so getting back to this. <clears throat> okay. So there's seal judgments come, um, yeah, so I'll just sort of reiterate. So one to four is the advice for the church. Chapter four, we get raptured, okay? We're immediately in the spirit. That's a, this is the first fruit, little bunch of people that are raptured, all right? So we're up there now. We've got, we're clothed in white garments. We get our crowns. And, um, okay, and now um the seal judgments okay these are for the left behind people and the jews okay because remember it says in the days of noah right they were eating and drinking giving in marriage and whatever and they knew not until the flood came and took them all away okay so basically noah went in on the 10th into the ark of the second month right the door was shut Noah had to lament for his father because his father passed. So God gave him seven days to grieve over his father. But Noah went in, door was shut. Seven days later, that meanwhile, all these, you know, the wicked are still down there eating and drinking and carrying on like nothing else is going to happen. Then seven days later, boom, the water comes. The, you know, it comes up from the earth, comes down from heaven. It just engulfs them, right? This is exactly the same. That's why he's saying, like, as in the days of Noah, it's going to be at average, normal, everyday, like it is right now, brothers and sisters. <clears throat> we have so many terror attacks going on in Tel Aviv and in Israel right now. We have the old president, um, Prime Minister, uh, Netanyahu wanting to, he's calling for army people to come back home so that they can take down the the new the government that's there now. It's it's the armies are surrounding Jerusalem, brothers and sisters. I cannot make this any more clearer. That is our sign in Matthew and Mark. You get when you see the abomination of desolation, but for Luke, for us, we get to see. When you see the armies surrounding Jerusalem, then you know the desolation is near. You know the abomination event is very near. And then further on in Luke, it says, but when these things begin to happen, look up, lift up your head, which means be joyful because your redemption draws near. So that we are not going to be here for the abomination of desolation. We're not going to be here for the, the man of sin to go into perdition. Okay, the man of sin is Obama, 100%. Okay, 100%, 10th of Nissan, 2013. He went into the Church of Nativity went where to the grotto where jesus was born he didn't bow there was no reverence okay that is he's the antichrist which is in place of christ he stood there to make a sign to watch this man and um he won the nobel peace prize on the feasts on the seventh day of the feast of tabernacles and he's the first man or woman to ever win a peace prize for something he hasn't done yet but rather for what he promised to do Brothers and sisters, you just, okay, let's just get back to this. Okay, so we've got the uh, beginning of the 42 months, okay? When we're raptured out of here, we have the beginning of the seal judgments, the white, the red, the, the black, and the pale green horse, okay? This is the beginning of the 42 months for the left behind and Jews, okay? It's the 100 uh, 1,260 days of the Gentiles treading on the outer courts. That's in Revelation 11, where John gets to measure the temple and those who worship in, but leave out the outer courts because they're going to be trampled on the Gentiles for 42 months. That's so three and a half years, okay? Okay, so the left behind, the lukewarm, the Jews, have to endure now. No more patience, brothers and sisters. They have to endure to the end if they want to be saved. And they're going to have to give up their life more than likely or they're going to just have to run for their lives. I'm not sure what's going to happen there, um, but many of our loved ones and family and friends will be in this category, brothers and sisters. But they are chosen before the foundations of the world. So even though, yes, it's terribly sad that a lot of our loved ones who are lukewarm, um, there's going to, they are going to be highly favoured, brothers and sisters, when they come out of this great tribulation, okay? So just keep praying for them, continue to pray for them, okay? Um, 
right, the pale green horse, that's death and Satan being cast down, okay, he's full of wrath now, full of wrath, because he knows his time is short, the three and a half years, okay, and, and this is when Satan gets cast down, Obama, the man of sin that he is now, Satan gets cast down, he, he will enter into Obama, just like he entered into Judas before he betrayed Jesus, and Obama will become the son of perdition, okay? Have a look at the, the, the head wound that Obama's got um, on the back of his head. Just research it, brothers and sisters, if you don't believe me. Okay, um, then you've got... Um, then you've got the second rapture. The first rapture was us. The first rapture was in chapter 4. Okay. Now this is chapter 6, verse 9, which is the fifth seal, brothers and sisters. Okay. They, they say to God, how, <coughs> excuse me, how long, God, are holy and true? Are you going to wait until you avenge and judge those that spilt our blood? And God says, here, have some robes. So again, you have to have a body to have some robes. So this is the second rapture. This is the martyred rapture, the martyrdom rapture, okay? There's a special group of people. They had died for the Lord. And they are given white robes. And you need a body to wear a white robe. But they ask the question, how long until you avenge and judge our the blood that people spilt, you know, our blood? And that's why he says, rest a little season until the bro your brothers and, you know, and fellow servants are killed just as you were. The, those people he's talking about are the left behind and Jews that will end up being martyred for the testimony of Jesus Christ during the Great Tribulation and the Wrath, okay? Because it's divided into two bits. The Great Tribulation, what, what the left behind are going with, and the, the wrath is for the wicked, the adulterers, the fornicators, the ones that don't repent, that hate God, okay? Okay, this, the uh, the great tribulation for the left behind and the, the Messianic Jews will, um, or the whatever Jews God calls home, um, <clears throat> oh, what's I going to say? Uh, yes, they, they will have a great tribulation, and I'll tell you, I'll show you in a second, because uh, they they are told that um, they had to wash their robes clean in the blood of the Lamb, okay? We just confess right now that we believe in Yeshua and that his blood covers us. That's all we have to do. But the left behind people will have to endure and possibly give up their life even unto death, right? And you'll receive the crown of life. Okay, so as I was saying with the uh, lost souls under the altar, God tells them to wait so that I can avenge and judge Okay, those that killed you, pardon me. So that waiting period is, um, like I said, is for those people who are going to be martyred <clears throat> during that great tribulation period. And then, you know, and then when that happens, which will happen shortly, um, this is exciting. Okay, let's continue on. Um, so, so, yes, so avengement will happen first because when you read Luke 21, I'm not sure exactly what number it is, but it says, um, woe to those with uh, that give suck and have child in those days because great distress on the land and wrath upon the people. So you know it's wrath, okay? And um, that's that's the avengement. He also calls it the days of vengeance, okay? So now he's getting vengeance back for those people who are martyred for his namesake, okay? That's the first part. Judgment will come in the wrath part, okay? So God's telling them to wait a little season until avenging and judgment is done, okay? And then it's all finished nicely. <clears throat> then you've got the sixth seal, okay? This is the sun going black, the moon going red, the stars falling from the sky, um, and the powers of heaven will be shaken, okay? That is the principalities of the air. The, you know, that's where Satan lives. That's his domain. He's the principality of the air. Um, they will be, powers will be shaken, they'll be cast to the earth and they'll be gathered, as, as it says in Isaiah, the, the powers of the heaven and the rulers of the earth will be gathered, okay, to, to fight this great battle. Um, okay, so that's, yep, so that's happening and that chapter, uh, the sixth seal, the sun, the moon and the stars thing also goes along with um, immediately... Where did I write it? Just hang on a sec. 
Okay, yes. Uh, give me a sec. Oh, yeah, Revelation 6, the sixth seal. When the sun goes dark, the moon goes to blood, the stars fall, the earthquake, men run into mountains, begging rocks to kill on them. That is exactly the same as Matthew 24, 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun shall go dark, the moon dark, the stars fall. Because you notice in Luke 21:23, woe to them with child in those days. So it's talking about that period, brothers and sisters. People keep saying... Um, you know, they keep using the Matthew 24:29, but it says, see, it says immediately after those days, the tribulation of those days, they don't realize that we're not part of this. We're not, we have earthly uh, trials and tribulations. We are told if we pick up our cross and follow Christ now, we will have tribulations, okay? The more you follow Christ, the more you have tribulations and attacks and whatever in your life right now, okay? But these are not the judgments of God, we're not appointed to all this stuff. Okay, so, um, you know, and like I said before in Luke 21:23, Woe to them with child in those days, for there shall be great distress in the land and wrath upon this people. So we know it's wrath. Okay, so um, then you've got the heavens will depart like a scroll. Like I said, we're in a, in a domed enclosed earth at the moment the heavens will depart they'll open again like they were as that like they were in the days of noah or prior to noah actually because it remember it did not rain before the flood okay the mist came up from the earth and watered the earth right that's why they laughed at him so much they were like you crazy old man what are you talking about rain what is this rain you're talking about um, and, you know, there was giants in those days. There was giant trees. There was giant everything. You know why? Because the environment was opened and it could grow to the environment. After the flood, God closed the dome. Everything could only grow to its environment now. Hence, the age dropped right down. We didn't live as long. And also, we don't have gigantic trees anymore. All the tabletop mountains, brothers and sisters, they are tree stumps. Look into it. I'm not kidding you. It's incredible. But like the days of Noah or before Noah, the dome shall be opened. And this is why, you know, from Revelation 8 onwards, where the stars are coming down, the asteroids are coming down, whatever's coming down, can actually penetrate and come into the earth now because the heavens and the skies have receded like a scroll, okay? And um, all the out islands and mountains are moved out of their place. Okay, now this... Okay, um, then you've got the uh, kings, the rulers, running to the dens, you know, all these people with their underground bunkers and whatnot, thinking that it's going to save them when really it's going to be their downfall in the end. They're running and they're begging the rocks to fall on them because the day of uh, the one who sits on the throne and the wrath of the Lamb is here, okay, and who can stand? We can stand, brothers and sisters, because it says, pray to be Pray to be found worthy to escape all of these things that are coming onto the earth so that you should be able to stand before the Son of Man. These people cannot stand. They don't want to stand. They want a rock to fall on them and kill them. Okay? So, um, yeah. And then the very next thing is the four angels come down holding the four winds back of the earth, right? And nothing's allowed to happen until the ceiling of 144,000 messianic jews who will finish and complete the testimony and publishing of the gospel and <clears throat> and you know and finalize that and then the end will come they are sealed and then the very next thing brothers and sisters let's read this is the multitude rapture this is the huge one which i believe will be the sign before the coming of the son of man in matthew it says and then you shall see the sign of the son of man in, in Mark and Luke, it doesn't say that. It just says, and then you'll see the Son of Man coming in the clouds. Okay. But in um, but in Luke, uh, sorry, in Matthew, it says, and you'll see the sign. Hang on. Just read it quickly. Go back to Matthew. I don't want to confuse you. This is Matthew 24, 30. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. The sign part is not in Mark and Luke. Okay? So the Jews have a sign. And I believe it is this multitude rapture, which is just about to happen. So we're now in Revelation 
chapter 7 where I'm talking about the angels holding back the wind. The 144,000 get sealed with the living God. Um, and that's how you know the Holy Spirit is still on the earth, brothers and sisters. So the Holy Spirit is not the restrainer. The restrainer is Michael, the archangel, the one who has the war in heaven, the one that was fighting the Prince of Persia, the one that stands for their people. That is a restrainer. Once he's let go, once the war in heaven happens, Satan gets cast down. He's, if Satan can have full reign and, and manifest his full antichristness, all that stuff. Okay. So after that's happened, after the sealing's happened, Revelation 7, chapter 9, after this, And I beheld, lo, a great multitude, which no man could number, of all nations and kindred and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with their white robes and palms in their hands. Okay? So this is the multitude. This is the dead in Christ. This is the um, the living. Okay? This is... Um, not the living. This is all the dead in Christ. I think the living ones are the special first fruit ones that will be taken. We're the ones that, oh death, where is thy sting? You know, we are the ones that are going to be taken without seeing death. And just in the apocrypha, just something encouraging, on in Second Esdras, I can find it quickly. Sorry, but it's just so encouraging. I love it. Second Ezra's. Yeah. Second Ezra's. It's chapter six, and we'll start at twenty-three for the sake of time. The trumpet shall sound aloud, and when all hear it, they shall suddenly be terrified. At that time, friends shall make war on friends like enemies. The earth and those who inhabit it shall be terrified, and the springs of the fountain shall stand still, so that for three hours they shall not flow. Three hours, interesting, isn't it, that the sun went dark for three hours when Jesus was on the cross. Okay, it shall be, listen, it shall be that whoever remains after all that I have foretold to you shall be saved and see the salvation and the end of my world. And they shall see those who were taken up from their birth have not tasted death and the heart and the heart of the earth's inhabitants shall be changed and converted to a different spirit in corruptible bodies, brothers and sisters. For evil shall be blotted out, deceit shall be quenched, faithfulness shall flourish, and the corruption shall be overcome, and the truth which has been so long without fruit shall be revealed. Amen. Okay, so we've got so much proof of the rapture. We've got so much proof of there's going to be a bunch of people, some standing here that will not taste death. This is our generation. This is us. Believe in the rapture, brothers and sisters. You want to be out of here. You don't want to go through these seals. You don't want to go through this refining time. This is why those who love the rapture, I feel we've gone through the most torment and um, spiritual attacks. <clears throat> it's because we love and we hold on to this promise that was given by Yeshua. Remember, when he left, he said, I go to prepare a place for you, brothers and sisters, that where I am, you'll be with me. In my Father's house are many mansions, okay? I'm going to prepare places for each and every one of you that are going to join me in heaven, okay? Remember, heaven and earth pass away, so this is a temporary protection place. Isaiah 26:20. Come, my, my children, come into my chambers and shut the door. You know, I'm going to keep you safe for a while while my indignation goes over pass. Okay? We have to be out of there, protected in the ark, in the heavenly ark. Um, we have to be protected in the heavenly ark whilst God goes through um, the avengement and judgment down here. Okay? And the purification of those left behind and are who to, still to be taken up to the kingdom of heaven. <clears throat> now we know this that these left behind people are in the great tribulation okay you've got the great tribulation you've got tribulation for us the great tribulation for the left behind believers okay the ones that were lukewarm and then you've got the wrath which is for the wicked and the adulterers and all that okay the ones that don't repent and I can prove that because in verse 14 so this is uh, Revelation 7 verse 14 and I said unto him, Sir, <coughs> who are the? Uh, sorry, thirteen. Who, uh, what are these which are arrayed in white robes? And where did they come from? And he said to me, Sir, you know. And he said to me, These are they which come out of great tribulation, have washed their robes, made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So they had to endure. They had to wash their robes. Okay, we we are covered right now. They have to wash them because they didn't they didn't trust God fully enough. 
when it was free to do so either way. Okay, we've got free will right now, you know, and that's what God loves us so much if we're diligently seeking and being happy and looking for this blessed hope. That's why he's so happy because there's so much evidence, not evidence, there's so much attacks on the rapture, especially the pre-tribulation rapture, pre-great tribulation rapture, I should say. It's just, I know there's a truth to it because it is attacked so greatly and so heavily, okay? Um, Therefore they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. Okay, so God's going to dwell among these people, the lukewarm people that come out, that are purified, refined through the great tribulation, right? They shall hunger no more, neither thirst, neither shall the sun light of them, nor any heat. Okay, so that it shows you they've just come out of famine, a famine of thirst, a famine um, of bread, you know, food, and spiritually a famine of bread and water as well, you know, and the sun, you know, because they're running from their lives, brothers and sisters. They're, okay, this is why they get this special thing where they just are with God all the time because they really had to endure, okay, to receive their crown of life. <clears throat> Okay, so we're all up there now. We are all up there now because then comes Revelation 8. Okay, then there's the silence in heaven. Silence is always before the judgment starts. Okay, there's no more raptures after this, brothers and sisters. You have us first in chapter 4. Okay, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll start at chapter 3, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice and opens the door, I'll come in to him and sup with him and he with me. To him that overcometh, I will grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcome and am sat down with my father at his throne. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Chapter 4. After this, I looked and behold, a door was open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as as it were, a trumpet talking with me, okay, the trump of God, and the arch- with the voice of the archangel, right, which said, come up hither, and I will show you these things which must happen hereafter. So we get snatched away, and we get, and he's told everything that happens after, starting from the first seal onwards, okay. <clears throat> and immediately I was in the spirit, immediately, in the twinkling of an eye, and behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one that sat on the throne. And he that sat was to look upon the jasper and the sardine stone. There was a rainbow round about <clears throat> his throne in sight that looked like an emerald. Okay? And round about his throne were four and twenty uh, seats, and upon them were four and twenty elders clothed with white remnants, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. Okay? So this, we're there, brothers. That's us. That is the the ones that are... Ah, oh, with all their heart, soul, and mind, believe on this promise, okay? And we just cannot wait to see each other, brothers and sisters. I know there's many of you that believe that, you know, I truly believe that those that don't believe in a an imminent rapture prior to all this going down, they don't want it to happen anyway because there's something in this world that's keeping them there. Why, why do you want to be here, brothers and sisters? The scriptures are there. The scriptures are there. Jesus will appear a second time unto those looking for him. Only unto those that are actually looking for him, brothers and sisters. You want to be this first fruit snatching away, okay? The day he rides in on a donkey. Remember um, uh, in a couple of videos ago, I was going on about the similarities between Passover and the tabernacles, right? You read them in Leviticus 23, side by side. You get the first day, um, the first day, the tenth day the 14th evening, which is the 15th, and the 15th on the um, on the 8th month. Then you've got eight days later, have a Sabbath on day one, and day seven on, on the eighth day, they're waving she- uh, sheaves of fruit. And the offering is flour mingled with oil, which makes bread, right, and wine. Did Jesus not, or did he not, say when he was breaking bread with his disciples i will not do this again with you until uh, we do this together in heaven we're going to eat bread together we're going to drink wine together when we're in heaven and he is so excited he's been waiting for that long to do this brothers and sisters so this is going to be the party of the universe okay 
All right, so um, that is us. That is we're immediately up on the throne before any of this goes down, brothers and sisters. <clears throat> okay, and then you have um, your second rapture is um, the left behind ones. They have to go through the seals. Okay, the famines, running, everything like that, running for their lives, hiding, you know, letting the Lord provide manna for you as he did for the, those that were walking around in the wilderness. <coughs> He will protect you, brothers and sisters. He will protect you. But you need... Uh, Luke gives us some very, very good advice, actually. In Mark and Matthew, it says that, um, you know, when you see the abomination of desolation and flee to the mountains, those on the housetop don't go down, those in the fields don't come back to get your coat. It does not say that in Luke. It says when you see the army surrounding Jerusalem, then you know desolation is near. Those that are in the city get out and those that are in the country don't go back into the city. It's completely different. So you need, as if you're left behind, and God forbid that you are, I pray that you just realise where we are, brothers and sisters. Please become hot, become on fire for him. Believe in this promise. <clears throat> but if you are left behind, you must get out of the cities at all costs, Okay at all costs because that's where it's they're really going to hone in and, and capture you know captivity and <clears throat> okay so so that um yep you've got your seals coming along with your famine pestilence earthquakes and they're just going to multiply it's just going to be terrible brothers this is going to be a real testing time a real testing time for trust and, and God will be there with you, okay? He'll be there with you because you have been chosen from the foundations of the world. You just, you have to go through this period because in your lifetime right now, you didn't give God enough time. You didn't give God enough trust. You didn't trust in his promises of saving you. That's so important. You know, um, it says in John 3.16 that whoever shall believe on his son shall be saved, okay? Shall be saved. And have it uh, not per shall be saved, not perish, and have eternal eternal life. Okay, they will be saved, but some will be saved and snatched away prior to any of this going down, and some will be saved and have to endure through it, <clears throat> even if it means their life, brothers and sisters, to get that crown. Okay, and that is um, the left behind will see the moon. Okay, the moon and the um, stars. And the sun do their thing and the earthquakes they're going to see all that brothers and sisters <coughs> but as soon as that's happening the four angels are coming down they are sealing the 144,000 and then you guys whoever's left <coughs> God forbid that's any of you's but whoever's left that is when that last rapture will occur you go from chapter 8 you got the silence in heaven silent like I said before silence is always before judgment the very first thing, brothers and sisters, interesting, <clears throat> is the first angel comes and gets the bowl of prayers of incense, right? Basically, this is a, a bowl that sits under God's throne. It has all the prayers of the saints. <clears throat> Excuse me. It has all the prayers of the saints in it, all the martyred saints, all the prayers over the world that we thought God didn't answer. You know, the people that were left in prison to die and people were like, oh, where was God? Where was God? All those prayers. That's why he says for us to love and pray for our enemies because he'll heap heat. He will heap coal on top of their heads. It's time for vengeance now, brothers and sisters, because this bowl of prayers of the saints is getting fire from God's throne and getting cast down to the earth. This is when vengeance starts. So now these souls under the altar, when they asked, how long until you avenge and judge us? This is the avenging part. God's like, I'm doing this part now. The judging part comes um, after the after the seven angels, okay, when you've got the uh, the bold judgments and the last seven plagues, okay? <clears throat> okay, so, um, so that's the first thing that happens with, um, you know, the first angel does that. He starts the avenging, okay? Let's do this, God. We start avenging. And that's when, you know, you've got the angel, the great mount, mountain burning with fire, getting cast into the sea. You know, this is all already being lined up like a chessboard, you know, like the La Palma, the rods of God, which are the big tungsten steel things that they lift up high into the atmosphere. <coughs> they let go. It's all of the, um, 
all of the destruction but none of the radiation fallout, right? So they can drop these from high altitudes and they can just create so much damage. That's why you saw those grid maps on La Palma. I don't even know what's going on with La Palma at the moment. But anyway, all these things will come to pass, brothers, and it's going to be horrific, okay? But you will notice, you read from that chapter 8 onwards, and it says, and they repent not, and they repent not, and they repent not, okay? They're just blaspheming God's name, even through their pain, even through the hail, even through the plagues, they're blaspheming God's name. But that's it, brothers, there's no more raptures after that. There's no more, you know, you've got the, look at the Jewish for, um, agricultural season, right? You've got three harvests. You've got the barley harvest, which they grab, they, which is to check that it's going to be good for Passover, right? That the wheat's going to be good for Passover so that they can make the unleavened bread and whatnot. Okay, that's the little grass of the corner of the field. That's us, the first fruits rapture. We'll be taken, okay, before the seals even start. Then you've got the wheat harvest, okay, that is the multitude. The multitude one that is the big um, harvest of the multitude that no man can number okay these are the dead in Christ these are all the people that have ever um, died and believing in the Lord okay and then you've got the grape harvest which is at the end now the grape harvest they've got the toughest skin okay that's why they get squashed and pressed down into the wine press of God these are the baddies these are the bad wicked people brothers and sisters and they will drink their sins they will reap their rewards now god has overflowed their cup double for what they did to the to the people what they did to god what they did to the earth this is full-on judgment time okay and we are not here but i just want to reassure you brothers and sisters um if i can just put it in a tiny nutshell or not a tiny nutshell but just know that this is how it is brothers and sisters like um, I don't know if I, sh I said at the beginning of, I, I think I did at the beginning of this video about the 11 years, 11 months, 11 days thing from when Obama was with the Predator drones. Yeah, I think I did. Um, oh, there's so many things. Just if you want to know what else is going on in the world, like I always say in all my videos, Steve Fletcher, 222, he does all the things what's happening in the world. Um, for instance, what happened the other day, no, oh, uh, a fox, a fox had bitten nine people in Washington DC, okay, that's where the, the, pilot, the pilot president is, right, and, and he had rabies. Now, it was a big news article, but anyway, it was shown that in Luke 13, it talks about um, um, his calling, uh, sorry, Oh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think he's calling someone a fox. All right, tell tell him tell that fox. And fox in its numerical value is six six six. Right? He was talking. I don't know if he's talking to the devil or talking to someone evil, whatever. Um, but he said at the end of Luke 13, I'm pretty sure he says, but tell tell them. Uh, Something about one day, two days, and on the third day I will complete my gold. And um, also I will not come again until he who says, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So it's reaffirmed in Luke 13 as well. This Hosanna, um, Hosanna means please save for one, okay. It's a day they think not. There's only a bunch of people that studied diligently, that knew Jesus a Messiah was going to come at that very time on that day. That's why they were there with palm branches and cloths and remnants, laying it down so the Messiah came humbly on a donkey. Because of those people who search, who search diligently day and night in scriptures to find out, to seek God's concealed matters, okay? That is the glory of God to conceal a matter, and the glory of a king is to un, you know to search it out. Brothers, this is this is so exciting. So um, he also talks about, you know, the day of the Lord. And then um, when you have, uh, you know, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Uh, the concordance that it gives you is John 20, 26. And it talks about um, the eighth day. You know how I was talking before. It's like because God had to change um, in the Exodus period when he's 
the first of Nissan, he said, today's going to be the first day of the new year for you, okay? So he changed the calendar because previously they were going on the Egyptian calendar and I did a bit of research into that and apparently it was the ninth month on the Egyptian calendar when God changed it to first of Nissan and what, and get this, what the, um, uh, the Egyptians called the ninth, ninth month, well, they have, it's for three months, it's a season, right? But they call it the inundating flood season. <laughs> it's just beautiful. Okay, you've got Joshua, he crossed over the Jordan on the 10th of Nissan. You've got, oh my goodness, now I can't think of all the wonderful things that happened on the 10th of Nissan. But brothers and sisters, so many things, so many things. But I just, I hope I haven't confused you. But if anything, I hope I've encouraged you greatly to know that in 24 to 48 hours, we could be in the skies, brothers and sisters. You know, and if it doesn't happen, we've still got Passover. But to me, it makes sense because it's a day they think not. There's only a handful of people, like like they are now, that know that Jesus is coming, okay, that knew he was going to be there. And like us, we know he is coming and he's going to do it. He promised us and he will not fail in doing so. And um, so none of the Jews over there, the stiff-necked Jews, are going to even think to look at the 10th of Nisan because a lot of them, they don't, you know, go out and get the lamb anymore. It's funny that they don't. A lot of them don't sacrifice lambs anymore. I mean, why? If they don't think Jesus has come, why aren't they still doing that? But you know what I'm saying? So they didn't see him the first time on the 10th of Nisan, the majority. Wouldn't that be the day they think not? That he comes again? The triumphal entry? And those who are searching will see their Messiah and lay down palms in their hands <laughs> and wearing garments. Oh, and we put our crowns down before him. You know what I mean? This is just perfect. And um, just, oh, just so many beautiful things. I, yeah, I, I don't know what else to finish on. Oh, something interesting, because I was looking, um, I did a little word search, and I was like, um, is the sign of the Son of Man the rapture? So I was looking online, and I came across this cool article, which goes on to say that Jesus Christ, when he was giving the signs of the coming of, you know, um, tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world, okay? Um, this does not finish because we, we read chapter 24 and we think that's the only signs he gave us. But do you realise that chapter 25, uh, all of chapter 25 is the two parables, right? You've got the parable of the ten virgins and then the, uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, like, uh, oh, for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country. Okay, so you get the king, uh, the ten virgins, and the man traveling to the uh, far country. Read those Matthew 25, those two parables, they are talking about the rapture, brothers and sisters, and it doesn't until chapter 26 the first verse is and it came to pass when jesus had finished all of these sayings he said unto his disciples so from matthew 24 all the way to chapter 26 is the signs but no one talks about the parables the parables are straight there it talks about the rapture event there's 10 a lot of them five are wise five are foolish they both love the lord one of them doesn't love love or believe on the promise though okay the other ones were full of wine were full of love and full of the first love and the joy of the blessed hope the encouraging words that we are to tell each other that don't worry all of this struggle and trial and tribulation is for something awesome we've got to run this race we can see it but run it with patience brothers and sisters okay the five uh wise ones uh, foolish ones brothers and sisters they are like oh we'll go back into the world a little bit because jesus has still got all this stuff that he has to do you know we have to see the beast and all this stuff okay they it says don't go back and start drinking and eating with the world again okay because it's going to come on a snare it will come on you like a snare if you do this <clears throat> you have to be in a hundred percent right now more than ever in our lifetime, more than ever in our lifetime, we have to be found worthy 
imagine coming back and we're reading the Bible. Imagine the rapture happens and we're, it's like the Bible just gets laid out and people know that's what people were doing when they were taken. They're going to be like, what's the common thing here? What's the common thing? They're all reading the Bible. They're all talking to God. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And speaking of that, um, you know, leave your notes. I've got so many notes. I wish I could pan around, but I can't pick my laptop up and do that. But I've got at least, you know, an encyclopedia worth of notes and writings and stuff like that. So that my loved ones that are left behind, they've got a lot to go on. And me going on and on and on about everything that I find because I relay it to my partner all the time. As much as he doesn't seem interested, I know... And I had a cry last night with Father God because he really revealed to me that everything everything that we've been writing down and, and keeping, sorry, you know, every notes that we've been writing down and, and things if we've been storing up is for our loved ones that are going to be left behind, brothers and sisters. That's why we have to make sure that it doesn't matter to the last second if they... if. If they think we're annoying, who cares? Who cares? We have to just keep nagging on, you know, just keep preaching them, showing them that it's this close. It's breaking my heart, but I do not want to be like Lot's wife and turn around. But I know, I know my partner is chosen because he does believe. Okay, it says whoever believes shall be saved, but he's going to have to be refined because he lives very much for the world, very much for the world. And it has been my great trial. And I've cried out to God many times, why am I with this person? Because, you know, I love him so much. I love him so much. But he's so worldly and so um, just, I, I can't spend 10 minutes without thinking about Father God and Yeshua and and just heaven. And, and I cannot spend, you know, I can't go without one day without, really feeling the heartbreak of people who are not accepting the free gift right now and it can be so easy it's so easy just believe on his name and then get to know him and let him work on you and and move you but we're so stiff-necked but like i said brothers and sisters you need to get those notes you need to mark your bibles you need to make it to be able to be understood by a person that doesn't know god or his word but I have great faith and great strength and great comfort in knowing that he is saved. He just has to be refined and purified. But then you know what? I don't know God's heart. I don't know what he's got planned for any of us. And I can't judge any man. And I'm not going to. But he really made me feel that last night. And I, I just think it's more of a warning for us brothers and sisters who see this and, and cannot fathom that others can't. We need to get just to give our last breath and effort to spread this gospel, brothers and sisters, to get everyone into the kingdom, okay? Money. We need to just get gift cards. We don't need money, brothers and sisters. We're not to store it up. If you've got extra money, if you've been blessed with some extra money, you know, go out and um, I'll just show you something I've done. And this is not to boast. This is not to boast or brag. It's I just want to show you something so that you maybe could get an idea. Hang on. Now I've got 10 of these bags and basically what's in them is just um, some fruit, fruit bars, toothpaste, toothbrush, soap, bag of pasta, water bottle. And I got like a little gift card here for the supermarket for like $10. But I got a note attached to it. And it's just basically telling telling them that God loves them. They're a special child of God. And the circumstance they're in right now is, you know, it's not ideal. But God loves them so much. And, and that he's going to call us home soon. And that we should all accept Jesus Christ into our heart. I'm just going to put this back. Yep, that we should just accept Jesus into our heart before it's too late. And, and just... Just know that, you know, that there's a chance for a better life, an eternal life with God to never be separated with him again. So I've got 10 of those bags. You know, that's 100 bucks. You know, the 100, the vouchers. 
and maybe $50 more, $150. You know, it, I was blessed with a little bit of money a while ago and I, it's just, you know, the temptation to just want to keep it for food, for future uses and stuff. And, and God was just on my heart. It's like, it's just, it's not worth it. It's not worth holding on to this crap anymore. It's just get it out there. Share Jesus Christ. Please, please, please. I can't beg enough of you. And I'm sorry I'm getting so emotional, but I don't know. I just believe that we're very close, brothers and sisters. And tomorrow, within 24 to 48 hours, I mean, that's why it's a three-day process, you know. That's why he says it could be in the evening, at midnight, or when the cock crows in the morning because of the time zones that we're in. Some of us will be sleeping. Some of us will be working. That's why it says, you know, two will be in the bed. One will be taken. The other one left. Two will be in the field working. One will be taken. One will be left. It's giving different time zones, brothers and sisters, because it's going to happen like that in the twinkling of an eye. And it's going to come on a snare to those that aren't looking for him. But we, you know, I I had a big, I was drinking wine heaps every, every night. And it was so hard for me to get off it. You know, um, I, I'm quite content with myself and my weakness that I have with weed. Like, I'm quite, I haven't been convicted by Father God by that yet because I've been able to continue and do his work all the time. But I've got a real bad problem with drinking wine, and I have since pretty much this pandemic started. And for the life of me, I just could not do it, right? Um, when we had the Feast of Trumpets last year, I was able to give it up for 10 days. And then it's because my partner, like, I don't want to blame him, but, you know, I'm an adult myself, but he drinks and he drinks and he drinks every single day, you know, like... I, so it was really hard for me, but last night I'm like, no, I'm giving myself my three days to prepare my body, okay? I, um, and so I didn't have a drink last night. And Father God was so good to me yesterday, you know, any time I felt the urge of, oh, you know, it'd be nice to have some drinks with, with my partner, you know, later when he gets home. And he was so good, so good. He, took, he gave me the willpower, he gave me the strength, and this, today I just feel awesome. I just feel really awesome and like there's cravings aren't even there today. I, I just, just please get the Holy Spirit, the temple of God in order, brothers and sisters, prepare like they did. Remember in three days we're going to go up to the mountain, okay? In three days we're going to go up to the mountain. Well, it could be in three days. It could be anywhere between now and the 13th, you know, or the 14th. Who knows? It could be Passover. All I know, brothers and sisters, every check mark is ready. You've got the revelation of the Antichrist, the, the man of sin. He's already been revealed. It says that day will not come until he's revealed. He's already been revealed, brothers and sisters. Millions of people, millions of Christians have had dreams, have, have known about, have studied into Obama. He, he's just come out on um, April 3rd, I think it was. April 2nd or 3rd. He, he got back into the White House. He was introduced as the President of the United States. And he called Joe Biden and Camilla Harris his vice presidents. Brothers and sisters, the, the, the third or the second, whenever it happened, that was the actual day of the wedding of Kenya. Okay? So he is making his announcement to the world that he's back. People have no idea. They want, they want Obama. They want Trump. And they're going to get them. But not how they think. Remember, every evil dictator in history has always come, up, come in with peaceable and flatteries visible words and flatteries, every single one of them. Remember what Hitler did. <clears throat> he gave everybody a VW car <clears throat> and mothers who just had babies, he would give a nanny for free for 12 months. He was seen as this awesome guy, but yeah, he did this horrendous stuff. Brothers and sisters, Donald Trump and Obama, both from the tribe of Dan. Donald Trump is the, um, what do you call it? The father of this vaccine. He's the one Operation Warp Speed, get it in as fast as possible so they got no choice. You know what I'm saying, brothers and sisters? Don't trust. Take heed that no man deceives you. But these will be back and these will have power with the beast for one hour to do these horrible things. So make it your absolute goal, your absolute prayer 
that you are right with God, that you are on fire for God. Get in the Word. That's how you get on fire for Him. Watch um, The Chosen, The Chosen series. If you want to watch something, and you know, you're not a big reader, which you just should be anyway, but if you're not, go watch The Chosen series. It's free, right? Just go onto YouTube, type in The Chosen, start from the beginning. It's beautiful. It's like a movie-quality version of the Bible. Like something, you know, that to this day and age, it is brilliant. And now they've just, I think they're just about to release the, the um, Passover video, the new one. So, oh, brothers and sisters, so I, I've probably got a million one other things to tell you. But, um, yes, okay, this is, this is incredible. This is something, a little sidetracked, could be something, could be nothing. I think it's pretty damn incredible, actually. I was looking in Grammatria, right? And I decided to put my name in there, Rebecca Bowley. And it came up with the number, the Jewish number 412. <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, 412, okay, which would be April the 12th, which is exactly what I'm going on about right now. Okay, so that's my number. And it is the word, um, hang on, I have, to, I have to show you this. It is the word unexpressible unexpressible and in the Greek it directly talks about first Peter uh, chapter 1 verse 8 but I, I've got to read you chapter 1 if, if this is not about the rapture brothers and sisters I don't know what it is and I, I was just like what okay Peter an apostle of Jesus Christ to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus Galatia Cadiacia Asia and Bethania elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, through the sanctification of the Spirit, unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood unto Jesus Christ, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you, <laughs> who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Oh. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if not be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. <laughs> We're in a season of heaviness. Oh, aren't we ever? Listen to this. That the trial of your faith be much more precious than gold, that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honour and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ, whom, having not seen, ye loved, in whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy, unspeakable and full of glory. That's the word, unspeakable. That's what my name has the same like uh, Greek thing for unspeakable in that sentence. Whom having not seen ye love, in whom ye now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Ah, oh, that's how I feel all the time. It's unspeakable, uncomprehendable, right? Rejoicing, uh, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. So the the prophets have searched for this truth, this mystery that was was only revealed after the death of Jesus Christ, right? Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify when it testified beforehand the suffering of Christ and the glory that should follow. Unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels desired to look into. So the mystery of the rapture, the blessed hope, the prophets of old and the angels desired to know and to look into, we are going to experience that. Wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. As obedient children, not fashioning yourself according to the former lusts, 
like I was talking about with the, the wine and things, lust, desires of the flesh, um, in your ignorance, but as he which has caused you to be holy, so ye be holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, be holy, for I am holy. Okay, I'll just go down quickly to 19. But with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, who ver verily was fordained before the foundations of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who by him do believe in God that raised him up from the dead and that gave him glory that your faith and hope might be in God. Okay, it's, it's just... That's 1 Peter 1. It's, oh, my goodness, brothers and sisters. So that's put your name in and see and let me know what yours is in the grammatria. I couldn't believe it. Um, yeah. So that's exciting. Unspeakable. It is unspeakable. It's uncomprehendable. But, um, yes. So let's just all focus on being that first fruit rapture, okay? Keeping our eyes up on heaven and waiting for our Messiah to call us home, you know? Oh brothers and sisters hey every day every day i think you know could this be the last video i make could this be the last tiktok i make whatever um but like i i'm just i'm probably going to wrap it up there brothers and sisters um and i love you so very much get in the word you know be charitable get rid of your stuff give it away give it for free you know the time's running now store your wealth up in heaven okay oh Wow, we're going to have that feast with Jesus and God and all the prophets. I'm heading to Daniel's table after I meet all you guys. I'm going to hang with my bro. But, yeah, anyway, I'm so excited, and I hope that I made sense with everything that I brought to you today, and I hope that God can give you the wisdom and discernment to understand it and, and see that we are going to be snatched out of here before, um, you know, the seals are even open, brothers and sisters. No man in heaven could do it. Only Jesus, the lamb that was slain. Okay, so that's very encouraging. So I love you. God bless you. And like I always say to you, if I don't see you in the next video, I will see you in the skies. Bye. Love you.